Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Fasting releases the increase. And I really believe with all my heart, fasting releases the increase. Who wants to see increase in their life? I'm telling you, fasting releases it. And uh, we're going to be fasting this week and we're coming next week for Vision Sunday. My people perish for lack of vision. I believe churches perish for lack of vision. Businesses perish for lack of vision. And so we're going to have vision. We're going to lay out our heart. I'm going to share the desires and the heart of this church so that we can move forward once again as one in unity. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to next week, next Sunday, as we come together. I believe there's an impartation that takes place. That's why we're fasting this week. That's why I'm fasting this week, because I'm trusting God to move. And so if you ready for this morning, say after me, my heart's open, my mind's ready, I won't be the same again, in Jesus' name, amen. Fasting releases the increase, and it's not defined to a specific time, it's not defined to a specific place at all. Every time in the Bible that people fasted, it not only brought deliverance from a crisis or from a a tough issue, tough time, or an unsolvable seeming problem in their lives that they were facing, but every time, almost every time people fasted, it released financial resources and more increase into the hands of God's people. So you need to be honest today. How many believe that God is our source? You really, really believe that God is our source. And you've got to believe it because he said, it is the will of God to bless his people. Deuteronomy 8, 18, he said, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. And so you've got to understand, God wants to bless you. The word bless is found 127 times in the Bible. Blessed is 302. Blessing, 67. Curse, 101. Cursed. 72 and cursing 12 in other words blessing is found twice as much as the word curse in the bible we are blessed by god as herod said to be a blessing and we are fasting to see god bless we're fasting to see god move we're fasting to see god bring increase in our lives on our behalf and so there are three reasons god wants to increase you because you said you believe God wants to bless you. God said he wants to, uh, in Deuteronomy, give you power to get wealth. Why does he want to do that? Number one, for your sake. Malachi 3, when you bring the tithe and offering into the storehouse, he says that he will open the windows of heaven and he will pour out for you such blessing that you'll not have room enough to receive it and catch us. And I'll rebuke the devourer. Get this, get this, catch these words. For your sake. God wants to increase you, note, for your sake. You've got to know he really, really does love you. He, he, Everything inside of him wants the best for you. And he said, for your sake, I will bring blessing. The second reason God wants to increase you is for his own sake. His own sake, Isaiah 48, 11, he said, for my own sake, my own sake, I will do it. Why? Because when he does it, God's name is on it. God's glory is who the people who receive the, the, the gift that God will receive the glory when people are blessed and enough, when he has helped and he's provided for people and they acknowledge him, he gets the glory. Because why? When people look at you, they know he cares for you and he cares for them for his sake. 
So it's for your sake, for God's sake, and lastly, it's for the covenant's sake. God wants to bless you. Deuteronomy 8, 18, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. In Exodus 32, 13, Moses reminds God about the covenant and, and, and reminds God to remember, this is, this is Moses talking, remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and all this land that I've spoken of, I give to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever. So there are three reasons why God wants to increase you. Number one, for your sake. Number two, for his own sake. And number three, for his covenant's sake. And even in the Old Testament, under the covenant, there was blessing there that was provided. This is under the Old Covenant that God made through the blood of animals and also through you know, the people following after him. And the Old Testament covenant included forgiveness of sins. It included healing of diseases. It included provision coming to them. Provision in that day meaning cattle, land, wheat. Barley, uh, vines, honey, all these things that spoke about in Deuteronomy 8. It says all that they needed, their God supplied. And the Bible said in Deuteronomy 28, you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. Come on. That was for the seed of Abraham. And it says in Galatians 3, it tells us we are the seed of Abraham through Christ Jesus. You have to understand that we are under an even better covenant in the New Testament through the blood of Jesus Christ. And that if the blood of goats and the blood of animals and sacrifices could provide those kind of blessings in the Old Testament, how much more does Jesus want to meet our needs? As we give him glory, as we give him honor for what he's done in his name. Listen to me, your birth was not a mistake. You've got to get this in your spirit. I see a lot of people, so many people think, oh, my life is just a mess. You are not an accident. You've got to know that. You're not a nobody to God. You are his child. And he knows what you are in need of even before you ask. Before you fast and pray this coming week, you need to know he's already gone before you. So there are three levels of spiritual blessing that we see in the Bible. There's the Egypt level. That's the covenant relationship God had with these people when they were in Egypt. And that's how most people start out with their God. They start out with God and, and they come towards God and in God. In Egypt, we're slaves to sin. We're slaves to the flesh, slaves to addiction, slaves to immorality, slaves to our emotions. But when Jesus Christ comes along, Everything changes. All that changes. And even though they were in Egypt, God had a covenant relationship with them. You've got to know, he never ever gives up on us. He never ever lets us go. And Egypt was the land of not enough. And then after a time, he moved them out. They moved from slaves and Egypt, the land of not enough, to the wilderness. Where God started to supply daily for them. And he supplied daily for them. Just enough. They moved from the land of slavery and Egypt to the wilderness, from not enough to just enough. And the Bible tells us that they couldn't store it up. 
They had to get up every single day and pray for their daily bread. Manna would come down from heaven and then they would have just enough. If they stored it up, worms would get in and then the worms would multiply. If they stored it for more than 24 hours, it was of no use. And God had them in a place where they had to learn to depend on him. They had to learn to trust him for everything. They had to believe him for every single bite of food. Every day of their life, he was teaching them, teaching them, trust me, trust me. God saying, I'm your provider, I'm your provider, I'm your source. And God will say, I'm moving you from a slave mentality to a son mentality. When he got them out of the wilderness, he said, I want you to enter into a blood covenant with me. Sacrificing animals was the first thing that Moses did. And they entered into a, of course, the sonship, but a son-daughter relationship with God. The blood covenant relationship. Egypt was bad. It was not enough. They never ever had enough in Egypt, but now they moved into the wilderness and they have just enough. But know this, if, 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 get this in your spirit, if you walk with God, he will take you from level to level to level and then he will get you into a place where you learn to lean on him, where you learn to trust him for everything. And you, you may not be storing up lots of stuff. You may be getting by with the little bit that you've got in your life, you know, but what you're doing is while you're going through this period, you're finding out it's not about me. It's not about me. God is faithful. Even when I'm not faithful, he is still faithful in my life. And then you see them moving in the story. They now move Moving from slave to son. But now there's a third level. And it's the promise level. You move from Egypt to the wilderness. And from the wilderness to the promised land. You move from slave to son, daughter. But now he's saying, if you're going to get into the promised land, if you're going to move from this not enough to just enough to the promised land, You've got to understand, when you move there, you're going to a land of more than enough. The promised land, the land of more than enough. And my prayer is that you, you keep taking your next step. Keep taking it. Know that you have to go from having a slave mentality to a son mentality. And God is saying, now I want you to move from a son mentality, get this, to a soldier mentality. Because when you get into the promised land, there are enemies. But God says to you, yes, there are enemies. But I want you to kick them out. I want you to get up. Not moat, not quit, not camp, not grumble. No, no. I want you to go in and possess the land. I want you to go and take the promised land. I want you to learn how to fight. He said, it's time for you to go from a slave to a son to a soldier. It's time for you to grow up and realize that you are in a fight and you must put on the whole armor of God. And as you begin to fast and play, as you begin to war, you need to understand, I was created for far more than just getting by. Uh, you know, in my life, ah, just whatever, whatever. No, 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 no. I'm believing in you, God. I'm believing in you, God, in you, God, for increase, for joy, for increase of faith, for increase of fullness, for a testimony in my life of blessings, of healings, of miracles, an increase in my life of victories coming past me day by day, from going from, from below to above. And if you're going to get to that level, you have to come out of being a slave. A slave to your emotions, a slave to your past, a slave to offenses that go on around you and even go past being a son and a daughter and just showing up and then you move into, I'm a soldier. 
You're saying I'm all in. As Kenneth was saying, I'm going to make a difference. You see, when you understand that, you begin to understand the soldier mentality. And it shows how you get into the land of more than enough. Paul said, Timothy, my son, wage a good warfare. And if you want to reap increase during this fast, if you want to see the more God's plan and purpose for your life, you have to go to a higher level and become a soldier. Wage a good warfare. Never does increase come without a soldier learning to fight. You become militant in your prayers. You become militant in your praise. You begin to wage war. And that's what we will be doing from today for the next seven days. Whether you know it or not, you have entered into spiritual warfare. Now don't let that scare you because we operate from a place of victory. Jesus has possessed the land. We are enforcing his victory. And I have news for you. The devil knows who you are now. If you've determined to fast and pray, you're saying, I'm signing up to be a soldier. You've signed up. And the devil sees that glint in your eye as you determined to move into his territory, as you determined to move into the promised land, God's plan and purpose for you. He showed up when Jesus started fasting and praying, and he always gets disturbed. Because as, as I said, as I showed you last week, there are some demons that respond only to fasting and prayer. Only to fasting and prayer. The Bible said, Mark, this kind, this kind comes by fasting and prayer. This kind. You can do what you like, but you need to fast and pray to get rid of this. And what you need to know is, welcome to the military. You didn't know you were signing up today. Today is your first day to sign up because you're a soldier now. Every time you push a meal away, every time you turn off social media in your life, you, and you say, I'm going to spend time in the Word of God. I'm going to spend time praying. I'm going to spend time connecting with God. What you're doing is you are suiting up with the armor of God. And God said, I've got more than a slave in front of me. Yes, yes, we're still in covenant relationship. And you've you got to know, that's not my best for you. And God looks down at you as you enter this fast. He says, I've got more than just a son who, who, who's trying to get by in the wilderness and, and, and still learning to trust me. I've got a soldier. I've got a soldier who's actually going to spend time to invade the gates of hell and knock them down and take back what the enemy has stolen. This soldier means business. This soldier is stepping out. I go before him. You can get excited. Amen. Apart from just you, the rest of you. Come on, folks, get this in your spirit. Believe God for more. Believe God for increase so others may live. Come on, shout increase. Increase. The rest of you, get it in your spirit. Else you're going to live a life like you lived last year and you don't want that. We need to have militant prayer. Determined to be here Thursday night. You won't be coming to me in October, November. Hey, my life's so miserable. I just got fired. I didn't get a promotion. I didn't do this. Pastor, pray for me. I need prayer immediately. Never been to a prayer meeting. Never fasted. Never prayed. Say, no. I'm going to be at power night Thursday night. One hour power. 7.30 to 8.30. Militant fasting. Militant praise. I'm telling you, be here next week. Be here next Sunday. After a week of fasting and prayer, the praise in this church is going to be at another level. Believe me. Come expectant. 
I've been doing this for years. I'm telling you now. And when you learn that praise is nothing, you know, it's not something that, that people do up on a stage. That's not praise. This worship team we have is fantastic, but they are not a bunch of entertainers. What takes place here on a Sunday is not a concert that you come to like, yeah, you're cool. No, no, no. This last Sunday evening, we had an encounter night here that was through the roof. It was just a time of praise and worship before God. And when you are really a soldier living so others may live, you understand my praise is binding the enemy. My praise is causing the enemy to flee. Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat fasted for just three days. And then he sent the singers out and they sung. And he turned the enemy on themselves, praise God. And so, Lord, my prayers, let this house, God, let the rock be filled with joyful, crazy, wild, happy, exciting, exuberant praise in the house. Come on. I believe God's about to bless his people as we enter into this fast. And if you believe it, you can give a shout. Give a shout before God does anything in your spirit. This week of fasting is going to be phenomenal. Praise him today at the beginning of the fast. Praise him for what he's about to do because you trust in him for something. You praise him before the fast even begins. Right now, just give God a praise offering. Right now, say, God, I'm praising you. Not only when it's done, not only when it's finished, praise Him now. Praise Him like you believe the answers are on the way, that God is coming through, that the armies of heaven are moving on your behalf today. You need to rejoice, 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 because victory is yours. The victory is yours. Tell the person next to you, the victory is yours. Now tell yourself, the victory is mine. I pray that what I'm trying to do inside of you is build an expectation. There's so much negativity on the news and in the press and around the bras and tables. and No, 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 no. Somebody say, I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. There are three levels of blessing. From Egypt, slave mentality, to the wilderness, sun mentality, to the promised land, soldier mentality. From not enough to just enough to more than enough. So that the covenant can be established. In other words, so others may live. So that others may live. Amen. Now quickly. You're all going to receive a handout. If we can get the handouts to everybody now. Because I want to get into your spirit. and expectation for increase in your life. You know, it's, there's nothing worse than not expecting anything. You know, I do marriage counseling and I talk to the couples. I say, believe God can do something? I don't know. Mate, nah. We'll try. And people do that in the fast. They do that in the prayer. Uh, no, 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 no. And so I'm giving you great verses, eight great verses for you. And you need to get these verses into your spirit. You need to pray over them this coming week. Start today. There's eight of them. But just pray them. Get them. Learn them. You know, we're going to keep this going until Vision Sunday where we, where we unfold and expose what God's plan and purpose for us in the year that lies ahead. And I want you to confess all of these out loud. Where are those things? Are they being handed out? You all got fantastic. Um, uh, really, because the power of God is in His Word. Not so? The authority of God is in His Word. Deuteronomy 32. He made Him ride on the high places of the earth that He might eat the increase of the fields. 
God wants to make you high so you may in, eat the increase of the fields. Job 8. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end shall greatly increase. Though your beginning was small, your latter end will greatly increase. Say greatly increase. The Lord shall increase you more and more. You and your children. Isaiah 29. The meat shall increase their joy in the Lord. Psalm 71, 21. You shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. Woo! Psalm 85. Yes, the Lord will give what is good and our land will yield its increase. Jeremiah 23. But I will gather the remnant and they shall be fruitful and increase. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. How many like the words plenty and overflow? They are great, great words. Thank him for the increase. Thank him in your spirit as you read it. Thank you, God, for the increase. You thank him by faith. So when you move from Egypt to the wilderness, to the promised land, from a slave to a son, daughter, to a soldier, from not enough to just enough to more than enough, there is one more level. Uh, 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 and everything is connected to that level. Jesus talked about three relationships that we would have, that, that Jesus himself would have with his people. Number one, in the book of John 10, 12 to 13, he said there are hirelings. The hireling is someone who is there in a relationship to get what they can get out of the relationship. You feed me, you look after me, you pay for me, you give me everything. And many people, let's be honest, when they start out, their lives are, are so compromised, so destroyed, that they come to the Lord with the spirit of a hireling. It's often that first step. I'm not really committed, but I'm in trouble. I need help. I'm at my wit's end. I, I, I can't get free from this thing that binds me. I'm so bound. I can't deliver myself. You're a hireling. I'm here just for me. Save me. Feed me. And he says the way, you know, someone is a hireling is when the wolf comes, they leave. When the enemy attacks, then they're not really there for the long haul. When things get tough, they get going. I'm out of here. Going, going, gone. And a lot of people in the Universal Church of Jesus sit in church on a Sunday morning, and yes, even here, and you're here only for what you can get out of it. And it's a season. I have a granddaughter, Sophia, just born, little bundle of joy. But she doesn't contribute to anything except the noise level at times. And we understand that. So many sit in church, they don't serve, they don't help, they don't engage or get involved. You never get connected, you don't stretch yourself to grow. You don't ever even get into a life group, you don't use your gifts, you, you never use your talents. You just come when it's convenient, you never sow or give sacrificially in any way. And, and, and you're not trust, interested in, in any way to go beyond where you're at. You are a hireling. And you're here for what you can get out of it. And that's okay. I mean this. I'm not just saying that lightly. That's okay. God loves you. And we love you. I mean it with all my heart. I'm glad you're here today. But you need to know something you need to know. That's not God's best for you. 
I don't believe. He has more for you. Amen. I want you to point to the wall now while I'm talking. He has more for you. But he's got more than that wall shows you that he's got for you. He's got more for you. Then he said in the book of Matthew that you'll be called my servants. And the greater of you will be a servant. And he said, is the servant greater than the master? Matthew 10, a disciple is not above his teacher, nor the servant above his master. What he's saying is the greatest will be a servant. So you move. Get this in your spirit. You move from being a highly, what what can I get out of this? And you start to grow and you start to move into uh, I'm going from just a hiring just bless me, bless me, bless me to a servant to I'm blessed to be a blessing so others may live Jesus has been so good to me. I have to tell others. I have to get connected. I've got to get myself planted. I've got to start serving in the kingdom of God. Surely there must be something that, that I can just do for the Lord. Surely, if nothing else, the church can depend upon me. And you move from a hireling to a servant. But there's one step greater than a servant. Because you need to continue taking steps. Taking a step from being a servant and this is found in John 15, 15. No longer do I call you servants, but now I call you my friends. For all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. All things that I hear from my Father, I'm going to make known to you. No longer do I call you servant, I call you my friend. Now when you, you get into a friendship relationship with God, he starts talking to you. He starts speaking to you. He starts leading you. He starts guiding you. You begin to get direction in your life. You know, he begins to, to whisper into you and he starts making things known to you. His plans, his will, his destiny, his desires. And now you move from being a hireling and a servant to a friend of God. Abraham was called a friend of God in James. Folks, there's so much more to Christianity and walking with God than just doing a, a, a little bit of religion on a Sunday. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your friend. And he wants to make known to you, John 15, 15, we looked at it, the plans and purposes God has for you and for your family and for the kingdom and for you here at the rock and you get behind it and you give yourself into it and suddenly your life, your family, your career takes on purpose, takes on a meaning greater than you could ever imagine or dream or ask. And then what's amazing is when you're in a friendship relationship, when he know you, you, you're his friend. Get this. Now we're back to the fast, and I haven't got time to do teaching. Matthew 6, read that. Matthew 6 says, when you fast, when you pray, when you give, he says you will get an open reward. What's an open reward? Matthew 13, 8, Matthew 13, 23, Mark 4, 8, Mark 4, 20. This verse is repeated. Four times in the Bible. Others hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Some 30, some 60, some a 100 times what was sown. He says, some will receive 30-fold. I believe that's the hiling. Some will receive 60-fold. That's the servant. Some will receive a 100-fold. That's God's friends. God's friends. Why? Because God can trust them. 
because they've walked through the wilderness with a, a little, the little they had, they were faithful with to God. And God sees, watched them progress. I've watched them move from a slave mentality to a son mentality to a soldier mentality. I've watched them be faithful with almost nothing and then just getting by, but trusting me. And now they're a friend, not just hirelings. They're not just a servant. They are in intimate relationship with me they love me for me so now they have a pure heart before me and so I'm going to pour out my blessing I'm going to give them more and more I'm going to give them increase I'm not talking just money but anointing and opportunity and power and the presence of God and direction and the peace of God I'll make known to them my plans because they're my friends they're not in it just for themselves. They're in it for me. So others may live. And because they connected to the vine, whole teaching and that I could have done, but because they connected to the vine, they connected to Jesus, they keep producing fruit in their life. And so the key to this thing is connecting to Jesus. Listen, he wants this year to be more to you than just a Sunday morning experience with him. I promise you. Church isn't just a get out of hell free card. We say that at the beginning every time. No, no. He wants to be your best friend. Your best friend. Isn't that what it's all about? It's out of that relationship with him comes everything. Too many Christians have a relationship with social media and Jesus becomes a precious Jesus because it's a tool to get more likes and more hits from the Christians. Add significance to me. Praise Jesus. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. That is friendship with Jesus, intimacy, and all these things. A domino effect of good things. They will be added and added and added and added and added in your life. He adds to me. Jen and I have a heart for this church, for every single one of you. Folks, this is our life. And we love you. We've watched this grow from a handful of people to three services on a Sunday. And over this coming week, during this fast, we are praying for you. We're praying for your businesses. We're praying for your jobs. We're praying for your dreams. We're praying for the calling God's placed upon you. We're praying for your future. We're praying for your children. And I'm praying for your heart to be so attached to Jesus. That you grow spiritually this year. That you become the leader that God is calling you to be in your home, in your family, the leader in your job, and you know, amongst your friends. That you would grow in phenomenal ways. And it's not just about the increase of stuff. It's about the worship of Jesus. He shows up in worship. He inhabits our worship. He shows up through our prayer. He shows up in our joy. We need to grow in our joy. We need to be at an increase of joy. God is there. And that increase in joy is despite the situations that we are in. That he would show up in every single of our relationships. He shows up. 
in our lives. We show up by being faithful to God's house. Being faithful to his house. Being planted in his house. Those that are planted see the increase. And that goes through tough times. In tough times, run to God's house. Listen to me. Not from it. The devil will do everything to stop you getting connected to the house of God. You run to it. And right now, I want to challenge you. Build your faith through this fast. Keep scriptures in front of you this week. Because if you can believe God for increase in your business, in your life, in the area that, that you need God to move the most, maybe it's joy, maybe it's healing, maybe you need to experience love in your marriage, maybe you need to forgive and release people, you know? You need more forgiveness, more love, more grace. Increase. So what I want us to do is just stand now. I want us just to stand before God right now. I'm going to pray over us. And I want your expectation to grow. You know, I can say, come to church, hear a word, go home. But God is here. God is here. In this place. And so as we stand, here's what I want you to do. In a while, in a short while, I'm going to ask you to raise your hands on behalf of your need. On behalf of your work, your business, your job, your career. Why? Because remember what it says in Deuteronomy. I have more people come to me in the last six months through financial difficulty than anything else. And notice in Deuteronomy, he didn't say, I give you wealth. God doesn't give you wealth. He said, I give you the power to get it. I give you the power. You must get up and go to work and give of your best. Not whine, moan, complain behind the scenes. You won't be blessed. You give you your best and you trust for increase. And so, raise your hands on behalf of your needs. Others of you, you know, if it's business, just raise your hands now. Others of you, I don't know, raise your hands. You need faith. You need faith for your kids. You need faith for your family. You need faith for your marriage. You believe in him for a touch in your health. Right now, before God, I want you to know, as you raise your hand, no matter what your need is, raise your hand, God can bless and increase you. God can bless and increase you. Just raise your hands. We've just begun to fast. We're already in the fast because after this meeting, the fast is on. And as you got your hands raised, know this, I'm believing for you. I speak blessing over this year. I speak favor over your life. I speak increase. God, we trust and believe for more. Everybody say more, more. I'm believing for more. Say increase. God, I'm trusting you for increase. God, over our resources. God, over our opportunities. Over our children. God, we pray for increase, increase, increase. God, over our talents, over our gifts. God, an increase of anointing, an increase of finances, an increase of obedience. Lord, I pray that you would bless these people. Bless them, bless them. Even Greater Lord, we begin to move in the more you have planned and purpose for us. God, we pray for an increase of souls. Lord, we pray for an increase of people coming to know you. Lord, we pray for the lost that they will be found. Those that are bound, those that are addicted will come to know Jesus, that they'll come to know freedom. Lord, those standing here representing families, that they will see 
turnaround, that they will see change. Increase, Lord, increase. God, we're not praying for religion. We're not praying for good works. It's being seen, none of that, but about a relationship with you. God, as people stand before you today, we surrender our will to you. Not my will, but your will be done. And God, as we go into this fast, we are trusting you for a domino effect of good things to go throughout this year. God, we have a firm belief that we will end this year better than we began. That you would go before us. And if we below now, we would end above. We are not beneath. And so God, on this journey, beginning with this fast, we pray God that you would take us on this journey of more, more, more than we can think, more than we can desire, more than we can ask, because you are working within us. Increase in Jesus' name. I break that spirit that says this year will be like last year. And we have an expectation. You can drop your hands. I'm just going to end the service. But if you're here and you're not right with Jesus, seek first. Seek first. Seek first. Jesus. Then the rest. Seek him first. You say, Mark, I'm not where I should be. I have a hunger after God, but I've grown cold. I go through the motions. I, I do church, but it's more like I do religion. I come here once a week, but, but that intimate friendship with God, I, I, I don't have it. But there's a desire in me today. I'm going to pray a prayer. And if you want to be part of that prayer, every head bowed, eye closed. I'm not calling anybody to the front. But you're just going to have that prayer. I'm going to pray a prayer, and you can be part of that prayer. Just say, God, I want to move. I'm being a hiling. Just what's in it for me. I want to surrender my life to you. I want to acknowledge that you are Jesus, the Lord of Lords, that God raised you from the dead. And I submit to you. If that's you, I want to pray with you. And if you want me to pray with you, just raise your hand up and down and I'll know to pray. Is there anybody? Yes. Fantastic. 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 Praise God. Yes. Fantastic. Praise God, yes. Hallelujah. Yes, fantastic. Hallelujah in the front chair. Right at the back. Fantastic. Those of you with your hands raised, just put them down. Uh, I see another hand just went up, yes. If you're sitting here and your heart's beating, your, hand, your head's getting scratchy, your hands are getting itchy, no matter what it is, now's your time to be bold. Now's the time to be brave. Now's the time to say, I'm going to be a soldier. I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to enter the fight. I'm going to make you my Lord. Is there anybody else? Yes. Fantastic. I'm glad I waited for you. That was awesome. Awesome. We're going to pray a prayer now. We all, yes. Oh, I'm going too fast. <laughs> anybody else? I was just about to start and the hand went up. Anybody else? I'm going to move on. If your heart's beating, don't leave this place the same way you came in. Say that's me. Oh, yes, I see that. Awesome. Fantastic. Praise God. That's, that's, let's all pray this prayer. Those of you who raised your hand, God sees the heart. He's already drawn close to you. He's already there. And so it's just an outward expression of what's taking place in your heart. It goes like this. Lord Jesus, today I choose to call you my friend, my Lord. And my Savior, forgive me 
my past and lead me into my future. Where you lead, I will follow. It's no longer about me. I live so others may live. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, I pray. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen, amen, amen. Come on, big hand. Lots of people raised their hands to say, I want to be a friend with Jesus. And he is a friend with you. He walks with you. He talks to you. Bible says he wants to share things with you. Open your heart. Jan will talk to you about reading the Bible. Be a Thursday evening for Power Hour. Don't forget, next Sunday is Vision Sunday. We'll be allowed our vision for this church for the next year. If you want to be part of what we're doing, Bible says where there's unity, God commands a blessing. You be here next Sunday morning, so we can walk together as one into all God's plan and purpose for us.